Hello everyone and welcome to History of Middle Earth Podcast. My name is Phil and we're going to take another dive back into the history of Middle Earth. Today's episode is brought to you by Jessica Denboer. This episode we're going to go right into the main topic since it's being recorded right after the last episode, so this week in Middle Earth history, it will be basically the same exact as the last episode's week in, upcoming week in Middle Earth history. So for this week, we're going to be going over Osgiliath, Minas Tirith, and the Ramasakor. Osgiliath, which translates to the Citadel of the Host of Stars, was the capital city of Gondor in its earlier days and was at an incredibly important strategic location along the Anduin. The city was founded by both Isildur and Anarion, his brother, near the end of the Second Age. At the heart of the city was a massive stone bridge that stretched across the Anduin, connecting the east and west sides of the city. In the middle of the long bridge was a long round tower containing the famous Dome of Stars. This is where the King of Gondor's Palantir was kept. The Great Hall was originally the throne room for Sildor and Anarion. Unfortunately, the Great Plague of TA 1636 played a major role in the decline of the city. Then the final blow came in TA 2475 when Sauron sent out an army of his Mordor Urukai that overran and captured the city. Shortly after, Boromir and his men retook the city. But unfortunately, by this time, Osgiliath was almost completely in ruins, and the Great Bridge had been destroyed, so the city was then abandoned. In TA 3019, Baragond recounted to Pippin how Gondor recaptured East Osgiliath a few decades before the War of the Ring for use as a military outpost and to secure a crossing of the Anduin. In July 3018, however, a detachment of Sauron's forces, led by a Nazgul, again took the east bank, and the defenders, led by Boromir and Faramir, were forced to retreat, destroying the bridge they had rebuilt. Osgiliath was one of the few places between Rauros and the sea where large armies could cross the Anduin without needing many boats. Now a key part of Gondor's defensive strategy after the loss of East Osgiliath was to hold West Osgiliath and oppose any attempt at crossing the river. Sadly, while Faramir was on guard in West Osgiliath in February 3019, he saw Boromir's funeral boat. But when the Witch King and his armies attacked Gondor in March 3019, it was revealed that Sauron's forces had secretly built many floats and barges in East Osgiliath. Though they met with determined opposition from Faramir and the Osgiliath garrison, they were able to cross with fewer casualties than the defenders had hoped. Faramir ordered a general retreat to the Ramasakor. The Witch King led a bulk of his army to besiege Minas Tirith, but also left some reserves in Osgiliath. Gothmog later deployed these forces against Gondor and their allies in the Battle of Pelennor Fields. It is said that after Sauron was defeated and the Fourth Age began, King Elisar had rebuilt the city but then he kept Minas Tirith as his capital. He rebuilt the ruined northern city of Anumanas and proclaimed it capital of his northern kingdom. Minas Tirith was built in the Second Age 3320 by the Adain or Faithful 
the Numenorians who remained faithful to the Valar and went to Middle-earth after the fall of Numenor. The city was rebuilt in TA 420 by King Ostaher, the son and successor of King Anardil of Gondor and became the seventh king upon Anardil's death in TA 411. As Osgiliath slowly deteriorated into ruin, the capital city was moved to the new city of Minas Tirith. This change permanently took place in TA 1640 under the orders of King Tarandor. Unfortunately, in TA 2002, Minas Tirith's sister city, Minas Ethel, which stood on the border of Mordor, was captured by the Ringwraiths. It then became the permanent lair of the Dark Ringwraiths. The Ramasakor, the Great Wall encircled, encircling the rich farmlands and suburbs of the city, was then built. Minas Ethel, who was in Isildur's hands in 3429, went to the north of Sauron to find his father, so that Osgiliath and Minas Arnor's defense remained to Anarion. Finally, the forces of the Last Alliance came to help, and Sauron was forced to retreat to his native land. In the year 3440, the sixth year of the Siege of Barad-dûr, which lasted seven years, Anarion died by a stone thrown from the Barad-dûr Tower. As the siege ended and the Last Alliance won the battle, Isildur named named it Minas Arnor in memory of his brother, Anarion. However, after the fall of Minas Ethel, Minas Arnor was renamed to Minas Tirith, Tower of the Guard or the Guarded City. Soon after Arnor, the last king of Gondor was killed in the Morgul Vale, and the lordship of the South Kingdom passed to the stewards. The Ramasakor, Sindarin for Great Wall or Great Wall Circle, was a wide sweeping wall that stretched along the perimeter of Pelennor Fields. This was the second line of defense for the White City, the first being the Anduin River, which was both wide and powerful. The wall was 30 miles long, starting from the skirt of the Mindolowin Mountains. It extends to the shores of the Anduin with a wide folds and then returns to the mountain. The northeastern part of the wall is the farthest part from the city, and there are 12 miles from the city to the wall. The closest part is the southeastern part, and there are 3 miles between the city and the wall. The wall was repaired from previous attacks prior to the War of the Ring by Denethor II, being completed only a few days before the Witch King of Angmar attacked. The Ramasakor followed an almost elliptical course being further from Minas Tirith in some places than others. At the furthest point from the city is where the highway to Osgiliath entered and was strengthened there by the Causeway Forts. When the Witch King's forces attacked, however, Ramasakor was soon breached in many places, and its defenders, too few to hold such a long fortification, were killed or fled back to the city. After overrunning the Pelennor Fields, the Witch King's soldiers failed to guard the Ramas Akor against any allies of Gondor who might arrive, and so the Rahiram were able to enter Pelennor Fields without significant opposition. You may recognize this location from the Return of the King video game on the level called the Southern Gate. That was the Southern Gate of the Ramas Akor. Other than that, we don't really see it. It was completely left out of the movie. Anyway. 
Gandalf and Pippin pass through the Ramasakor while seeking refuge there. After stopping briefly to talk with the men repairing the breach in the wall, Gandalf warns them to leave your trowels and sharpen your swords. In the nearest place, that is in the southeast facing part, it was as far away as a fortification city. Here, the Anduin, who had drawn a wide elbow in the mountains of Emin Arnon in, in southern Athelion, was suddenly turning west, and the outer wall immediately began from the banks of the river. Just below the wall were piers for boats from the southern fiefs, and this is where the corsairs of Umbar would have sailed into, but were stopped by the army of the dead, and be then became where the army of the dead arrived into Gondor. During the battle for Middle-earth, the wall was destroyed and Pelennor was left to the enemy. The last words coming from outside the city walls were brought by men who had run away from the North Road before the Sechem was closed. These were the remains of the guards who guarded the road from Anorian and Rohan to the point where the road to the town landed. At the dawn of March 15th, Rohan cavalry passed through the Northern Gate and the Battle of Pelennor Fields began. Minas Tirith was besieged by the armies of Mordor under the great darkness generated by Sauron's power. The Battle of Pelennor Fields took place on March 15th, 3019, in the fields surrounding the city. It was a very large battle. King Theoden, the King of Rohan, was severely wounded during this battle by the Witch King of Angmar. At about the same time, the Witch King was destroyed by Eowyn, Lady of Rohan, and Merry. It was also there that Gandalf took command of the city's defenses from the ruling steward, Denethor, after he fell into despair. Aragorn later arrived at the hour of need with Gondor's army of the south, which he had liberated from defending the port city of Pelargir, turning the tide of the battle in favor of the free people. After the battle, the stench of death was very heavy and Pelennor fields lay strewn with bodies. On May 1st, 3019, the crowning of King Elisar took place on the plain outside of Minas Tirith. After his coronation, he entered the city as the King of Gondor, as he was destined to become from the start of his life. With his coronation, King Elisar refounded the line of kings of Gondor. And as he was also the king of the kingdom of Arnor, Minas Tirith became capital of the reunited kingdom. Minas Tirith was repaired by its new king, who grew plants inside of its walls to add to its luster and beauty, and by the dwarves of Erebor, particularly Gimli, who built a new gate for the city made of mithril and steel, and altogether fixed the layout of the city as well. Minas Tirith was said to be said to have been made more beautiful than when it was at the time of its founding. The city is known to have stood firm and strong well because of these two renovations. The city itself lay on a hill beneath Mount Mindolowin, which rose above the city's citadel, by a length of a couple thousand feet. Mount Mindolowin was where Aragorn found the seedling of the White Tree. The city was divided into seven 100-foot high levels, each surrounded by white walls except the first walls, which had the same kind of black stone as Orthanc. The gates connecting the city levels did not lay behind one another in a line, but faced in different directions. A spur of rock, whose summit was level with the city's uppermost tier, jutted out from the front of the city in an easterly direction. 
dividing all but the first level into two. Each level was scattered with many alleys, narrow passageways, and full-fledged houses, which were probably quite rare in the city, and on the sixth level were located the Houses of Healing, surrounded by pleasant gardens. Finally, within the seventh wall was the Citadel of Minas Tirith, with the White Tower of Ecthelion, 300 feet high, so that its apex was 1,000 feet above the plain. And there you have it, the history of Osgiliath, Minas Tirith, and the Ramasakor. If you do want more content, check out our website, ministiritharchives.com. Check us out on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group, History of Middle-Earth Podcast. We are on Instagram, at History of Middle-Earth Pod. And we have a Discord server with a link in the description. That's it for this week's episode. If you liked it, feel free to subscribe and leave a review. Let us know how we did. Again, for a quick reminder, if you have any questions, send them into any of our pages on Facebook, through the Contact Us tab on our website, or you can send an email to ministeriwitharchives at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you back next time. Until then, I'm your host, Phil, and you're listening to the History of Middle-Earth Podcast.